Bruce Johnson, president and founder of Bizscalers and the Bizscalers Club. And today I want to talk to you about how to make sure that you're hiring the right person every single time. If there's one common frustration that I encounter when I'm talking to most business owners and entrepreneurs, it's that I hate managing people, right? It's the conflict, it's the suboptimal results, it's having to think about that person and wasting time thinking about it. And if you should fire them or you should keep them or if you should put them on performance improvement plans, uh, it's thinking about the lack of morale, it's thinking about the lack of results, it's thinking about the impact on your revenue. I mean, everything about not having great people is just bad. And you probably have heard that leadership maxim that 80% of managing is hiring. If you get the hiring right, it makes everything so much better. You get better results, you have less conflict, you enjoy your job a whole lot more, you get rid of all that frustration, it ultimately comes down to this issue of hiring right. The problem, of course, is that the vast majority of business owners and entrepreneurs are not great at hiring. You probably know this. The stats look at something like this about 30% of the time when a business owner or entrepreneur hires, they hire an A player, 30% of the time. You do the math, that means that 70% of the time, they're not. So how do we turn that around? How do you get to the place where you're hiring 70, 80, 90% of great people as opposed to 20 or 30%? Because if you can do that, if you can figure out how to do that, then it eliminates all that frustration that you're currently dealing with that you don't need to be dealing with and you can enjoy your job a lot more. I and mean, frequently I hear business owners and entrepreneurs say this, maybe you can relate. I would love my job if it just wasn't for people. Right? So you probably have said that. Let's get past that and let's talk about a framework that you can use to begin to make sure that when you're hiring somebody, you're actually hiring a great person. Now, I'm gonna give you what I call the 5C framework, and uh, this is one of the things we talk about in the Biscalers Club, and uh, there are two things you need to know about the 5C framework. The first is that all five Cs are important. Like, you can't just pick two or three and say, well, they check this box and that box, and uh, I'll go with them. You gotta get all five Cs. Uh, two or three is not sufficient. They're also in order. So the first one's the most important one. Like you would never violate number one. If they don't meet number one, then you never move on to number two. So they're in order of priority. It doesn't mean that number five is not important. It's just not as important as the first C. Now, once you have this framework, then anytime you're thinking about hiring somebody, you wanna go through this framework and make sure they check off all five C's. And if they do, the probability of you having a great hire is very high. And if they don't, they won't. Now, what tends to happen for a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs is that they cheat. They will pick two or three of them. They go, I, I kind of like the person. I, I kind of think they'll do the job. And then they just hire them to get it over with. That's a bad decision. So what you want to do is have this framework, hold to it. And if you do on a consistent basis, I think you're going to find a lot of success from it. So let me deal with the first C. The first C is character. Never, ever, 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 ever compromise on the first C. Now, I've known an awful lot of business owners and entrepreneurs who compromise on this one do not pay that dumb tax. Character, you can't move on because in general, it's baked in for most people. So if they're 25, 35, 55, 65 years of age, they've got decades of living with that character. And the probability of them changing it is very small. Now it's not impossible. Remember I used to be in the uh, old uh, preaching business. So I, I actually believe that people can change, but it's hard to change character. It's infinitely easier to change somebody's skill set very hard to change their character. Easy to change their knowledge base, hard to change their character. So if somebody doesn't fit character-wise, never ever hire them, never, right? In, I, I would say for most of the people that have done this and have, have done the wrong thing, it's usually because there's something in their gut they felt, but they just didn't want to go with it because they said, but their skill set's so good, you know, I'm sure they'll be able to do the job. 
I've counseled a lot of those people afterwards where they're coming to me and saying, what am I going to do with this person? And I'll ask them some questions and I'll find out that at the beginning, they knew that they shouldn't have hired them. Their gut told them. So if your gut is telling you there's something about this person's character that I just don't think is trustworthy, never, ever, ever hire them. Uh, the number of people who have paid that dumb tax is huge. You don't need to be the next one. So never, ever compromise on integrity. That's number one. Now, that means that when you're asking them questions and when you're talking to the referrals uh, and references, you need to be asking questions that will help you understand, do I, in fact, have somebody with great character or not? Now, if you're not asking those kinds of questions, you're not going to be able to know. So you need to know the right questions. In fact, uh, we've got a course in BizScalers all about hiring, and we talk about those things. If you're interested, just go to uh, bizscalersclub.com, bizscalersclub.com, and you can find out a lot more about that and uh, all the different kinds of courses we have for you. So the first C is always about character. The second one is about competency. Now, that seems like a duh, but listen, this is where the mistake is made. It's that people will look and say, hey, somebody, let's say you're hiring someone from sales. Oh, they've got some sales experience, so therefore they must be able to be good at doing sales. Not so fast. Just because somebody's had some experience, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's the experience you need. And, and the mistake is usually that people will look at skill sets, but they're not looking at results. You don't hire people because of skill sets. You hire somebody to produce a result. So you need to be really clear when you're defining the job. And again, this is where a lot of people make mistakes. They're not defining the job in terms of the results that need to be produced instead of just the skill set. So let's say that you're hiring a salesperson, but what you need them to produce, let's say, is $500,000 of revenue. And you look at somebody and then you realize they have sales experience, but they've uh, only done retail, or maybe they've only done $100,000 or $150,000 of sales previously. That doesn't mean they can't do a half million, but you need to be you know, careful about hiring that person because you don't know if they're capable of being able to produce a half million dollars worth of revenue. So be very careful about that. Also, in terms of the quality level that you need, also in terms of the production and, and style of work they're going to be doing. So just because someone's done sales, let's say they've done retail sales, doesn't mean they can do long uh, cycle sales. So be very careful and when you're putting together the competency section that you know the exact results that you want and the level and the production that the quality you want so that you can make sure is this the person who can produce that or not. I've seen that mistake made all the time. So that's number two. So if they've got the character, they get to go into competency. If they have competency, then they get to go into the third one. But if they don't have the first two, don't hire them, period. Now, the third C is about chemistry. And chemistry is about do you actually like the person? Would you like having a conversation with them? If you had to go out for dinner, would you have an enjoyable conversation with them or not? Now, a lot of people don't pay attention to this one, but it's very important. And, and the reason is, is because they're going to be working with you, hopefully, for years. And if you don't have chemistry, you're going to avoid them. You're not going to spend time with them. And that's going to end up creating all kinds of conflict on the backside. They might have good character. They might be able to do the job. But if you just don't connect with them, it's all the little stuff. You're going to walk by their office, and instead of talking to them, you're going to talk to somebody else, and they're going to think, well, they don't like me. And then you're going to be in a meeting and you're at a networking meeting. You're going to be off talking to the people that you really like. And this person's going to know my boss really doesn't like me. And that resentment's going to start building and then all kinds of bad stuff will flow from that. So just trust me, I've paid that dumb tax. You don't need to pay that dumb tax. Hire people that you have chemistry with. Now, this doesn't mean you have to connect perfectly with everybody in your company. You know, if you've got 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 or more employees, uh, but it does mean that the direct reports, those three, five people that you spend the most amount of time with, uh, them you need to have chemistry with without a doubt. So that's number three. The fourth uh, one is about uh, their culture. And, and we're talking about culture fit here. And in culture fit, you're, 
might have to adjust this based on the position. So you have a culture for you as a company. Let's just say, and I'm pretty highly committed to excellence here. So let's just say your culture is around excellence. If that's true, and then you're thinking about hiring something, but they don't own that value, right? They don't really care about that. They produce not at 100%, but like at 60%. Uh, don't hire that person because even though they could do the job at the quality level that you want to do the job and at the speed you're going to want to, like, that's going to create conflict going on. So that's a culture fit issue. And uh, But you can also adjust culture based on departments. For example, your sales team, you might really want a culture where you've got some really hard driving people who care about metrics and that kind of thing. Um, and in your accounting department, you might think, I, I'm not so sure about that. Like you might want some people that like to button down and you know put their head down and work the details and numbers. But, right, culture can change. You might be looking at your sales team and saying, you know, we got a bunch of really gregarious people. What we do need is we need some people that will actually pay more attention to the KPIs and keep everyone centered on this. Or in the accounting department, you might say, hey, we're so buttoned down. We need to bring somebody who's a little bit more energetic, more uh, extroverted to bring that back to life and, and make it more balanced. So when you're hiring somebody, you would wanna think about the culture of the entire business, but also the culture of those individual departments. And you need to occasionally bring somebody who brings just a little bit of different flavor so that you can have a more full orbed and more better functioning department or business. So just be really clear on what kind of culture you're looking for and then make sure that person fits a culture. Now, if you need some help figuring out what that is, Again, in that course on hiring in BizScalers Club, I think you'll like that. So just go to bizscalersclub.com and uh, you can learn a lot more about uh, doing that. And we have got a lot of training on culture fit. Then that brings us to the fifth C, and that is congruence. So you've got character, competency, then you've got chemistry, culture, and the last one is going to be on congruence. And what this means is you, when you're hiring, you want to hire somebody who is in alignment with your mission, your vision, your values, your a business model, your driving force, um, in terms of your philosophy of the way that you want to do your business. Because uh, plenty of businesses have different philosophies. You just need to make sure that the person who comes to work for you fits in with that certain philosophy or the, that set of values or that kind of mission. And again, I paid dumb tax on this in the early years, and most of us learn a lot of our lessons on hiring in our early years of hiring. Um, I would hire people because I thought they had good character and they had uh, you know, good competency, and they could probably do the job, but I wasn't always paying attention to this last C. And so in the church world, and again, a church is more than a business, but it's it's still a business. And you'd hire somebody, and churches tend to fall in two major camps on this issue I'm not talking about. There are those who are focused on people outside of church and those who are focused on in church. Um, not that one's right or one's wrong, it's just it's a different philosophy. And I, what I observed in the early 90s in my first couple of hires was, Sometimes I would hire people that fit here and it was easy and then I'd hire some people and it was a pain, right? Like there was conflict all the time about decisions because our philosophy about how we're going to do this work just differed so significantly that it created problems. So what I want to encourage you to do as you're looking at it is make sure when you're hiring somebody, remember, you don't have to hire anybody who's in front of you. You get to choose who you're going to hire, right? You just need to choose wisely that one of those should be the fifth C, congruence. Is this a person who's in line with our mission, our vision, our values, our business model, our driving force, our philosophy, et cetera? And when you find somebody who's in congruence with that, when you find somebody who's got the right culture fit, when you find somebody who you have chemistry with, when you find somebody who's got the right competency to produce the results that you want, and somebody who's got the right character, when you put all of that together, those five Cs will greatly enhance the probability that you're going to hire a great hire. 
Uh, if you don't have a framework like that, you're kind of going and hoping, or you get a bias and you're focusing on one thing versus the other. But when you have all five C's and you realize that all five matter, then you're just checking off the boxes. Do they check off all five C's? If they do, it's probably that you've got a great A hire, and if they don't, you probably don't. So be smart. Use those five C's. You've got them. If you want to learn more about this, check out bisscalersclub.com. Um, we've got lots of training on all kinds of things you need to grow and scale your business, but this would just be one of them, and we'll go into great de detail on that. So if you like this training, and uh, I would encourage you to pass this along to some other business owners you know, because most of them aren't great at hiring. I bet you they would appreciate that. Secondly, if you're watching this on uh, like YouTube, make sure you subscribe. If you're listening to this as a podcast, subscribe there as well, because my commitment to you each and every week is to continually give you ideas, practical, tangible uh, ideas that you can take and use to be able to grow and scale a great business. So until the next time we get together, I wish you well, and I'll see you then. Take care. Bye-bye.